fact is we moving too fast But the thought passed me when I got lost inside of your eyes Cliche to say, but too true Picking up Danny's, you always wanted a dandy man, you did Not a candy man, I don't sugarcoat nothing Extra cash come in handy Good thing we saved up extra Yo, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Give Me The Loot Podcast with Xavier Marley. What's up to all my losers out there? How y'all doing, man? It's been a while, it's been a while. I know, I know. I said I was going to be back the next week for the Andrew Tate episode. By the way, I still tried to do the Andrew Tate episode today. That won't be happening. And that's because I couldn't find any opposition videos on Andrew Tate um, outside of the media opposition on him. It's been really hard, so... um, and you know what? That's my fault, right? Not putting in enough time on the production side to get things ready. That is my fault. And I take full responsibility of that. And next time I will have a full complete episode for y'all. Um, I mean, we could go today. But I would like to have at least some proof of people who feel like he's a misogynistic person. I wanted something to back up or validate their claim. Because it's not wrong, like it's not outrageous. I might not agree or I might agree with them, but it's not outrageous. There are videos of him saying misogynistic things. It's just that I have to find it because obviously his supporters are deep into YouTube. They're deep on these platforms where um, they can drown it out. Um, it, It is what it is. I don't know how to explain it, but basically people... Uh, Posts so many videos of him saying great things And he has said great things uh, But the stuff where people feel like um, He's been a detriment to society I would like to share some of that content too So that way it's a full Give Me A Loop episode Um, Yeah man so that means this episode We kind of got nothing to talk about Um I will update y'all where I'm at in life. Uh, I have been doing homework. That's been my life. So I haven't been doing other things. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I have been doing homework. I've been on top of it. I'm now deep in my fifth week uh, or fourth week. And I'm just up to date. And that's the best thing that I could be because just this time last year, I was so far from being on par on what I needed to do. Um, I was just feeling. Going through life crisis and shit like that. I, mean, I was supposed to have been graduate last year, but I've been going through things. And when you do go through things, sometimes it's hard to do school. Uh, I remember the time my sister dropped out of school, and I was so angry at her, man. I was so angry, and it divided our relationship to a certain standpoint, right? And now that I've been a student for so long, and I've dealt with life. In the middle of school, it is hard. Um, I'm not excusing her for her behavior because I felt like everybody was sacrificing and I felt like she could have put out a little bit more. But I will say I am more empathetic towards her and her problems now that I experienced them and I have went through where just your mind isn't right and you're trying to stay in it, but you just can't. And it swallows you out. 
And that's what happened to me. Um, just dealing with relationship problems and things like that. And the person you're in a relationship with doesn't care about what's going on with you. They only care about themselves and they're just using you. Yeah, man, I have been through it. So, um, but I'm here. I'm here now and I'm doing good and we're making a successful uh, run at being a student. And I will finish school this year. There's there's no more years. It's this year is my year. And I made it across my mind that I will finish my bachelor's degree um, because I've been should have got it done. Um, but look, that's life, right? There's no there's no real start or finish with anything in life. Like this shit is a continuum until the day you check out. So you can do anything on the date that you want to on the year that you want to do not let anybody tell you different. Um, I have done other things with my life is the reason. And I know people be like, well, damn, like you in school this long, like, but I was doing other things. And if you know, um, me personally, you know, my life been an adventure, baby. (laughs) It's been a fucking adventure. And I've had more experience in life than people who graduate at 22. And they go on and they go sit at a desk job. I've seen things in life. I've experienced things in life. And I'm happy the way my life went. This shit is a marathon, not a sprint. So, um, but this year will be my year. And I will move on to my master's. I got educational goals I want to get to, just like people got life goals. Um, another thing, right, is I have made it up in my mind that I want to uh, lose weight. I want to get in the best shape I can get in my life. I have made that, um, I guess, intentional or a promise or I just came to like, you know, the first step into changing your life is recognizing that there's a change that's needed. Right. A lot of people when and I talk to a lot of fucking people. They go through life and they don't recognize that in life that it only starts when recognizing that there is a problem, right? And I'm not saying it like I'm some fucking um, obese person like TLC. That's not the case. Um, But I'm recognizing that I'm not myself. And is it tied to a lot of problems that happen with school, stressed out, relationships? Is that tied to it? Hell yeah, it's tied to it. It is tied to it. Today, I just got out of a training on coaching, right, and how to be a better coach. Um, Mentorship is people are dropping mentorships now. Like, companies do not want to deal with mentorships because mentorships, uh, having a mentor, it blends into your personal life. Companies are getting to a point because people are so weird with their personal life and... When it gets to the Andrew Tate episode, I'm going to explore in this. But people are so guarded now, especially after COVID. People are weird, man. We are living in an era where nobody trusts anybody. Nobody. This is the era that we're living in. Um, all the cameras everywhere, CCTV. This is the era that we're living in. Even if that existed before, it was more or less... Uh, For your security right to have To make sure you were safe today It's existed to keep track Like to keep track of every Movement I I think Maybe I didn't say that right but If you look at what cameras are used for Today it is totally Different than what they used for yesterday Today 
you'll see somebody get shot and nobody will touch that person that's on the ground. They won't put pressure on it. They won't even wrap that person up. They will pull out their cameras and start recording. This is what cameras are used for today. Um, our whole relationship with cameras has now changed. Um, with that being said, companies are stepping away from personal mentorships because of relationships, because people uh, start to have relationships. And I don't know why it's not normalized to have relationships with your coworkers. Like, it's, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact of the matter is, and this is what I think. We need to look at that. We That needs to be studied. Instead of always demonizing people from having relationships with one another, I think we need to look at the fact that the matter is we work too long. We are at work too fucking long to the point that it is hard to maintain relationships with people outside of the job because you see people all the time that you work with. And then you start to be in romantic relationships. Next thing you know, you have infidelity issues and things like these are real conversations that I think companies need to have instead of trying to fire everybody that has them. They need to get to the root of the, of the situation of why these problems exist within their companies, why people feel the need to leave their partners at home and go be with other people that they work with. It's because they're they're at work for ungodly amount of time. I, I You know what's fucked up, man? I think that work should not be connected to money too much. Like, I think that the whole process of paying people by the hour is the biggest scam that John D. Rockefeller, whoever fucking created... And no, I mean... John D. Rockefeller, if you don't know, he modeled or changed the way we have education in America. Like, he the one who made education the way it is. Like, he funded the the modern-day education system, especially the public school system, because he felt like his employees were dumb. And he felt like if we put them in school from the time that they're young and to the time they get older, that they will be model citizens. This is why... You know, you hear entrepreneurs go on and on about how school is a scam and how school prepares you to be an employee and how they don't fuck with school. This it's not necessarily crazy they say that, but it's kind of true. Um, if you look at why school was modeled the way it was, is because John D. Rockefeller had that foresight into why employees work the way they they work. I mean, if you look at a lot of his writings and stuff like that, the way he talks about people. He talks about them like they're tools. Um, but yes, I, I, I feel that working and connecting that to the hours is the biggest scam there is, you know, because there's only 24 hours in a day, meaning that there's a cap to how much that you make. And I know I'm getting into all my guys out there, girls that like economics, they know what I'm talking about. I'm getting deep into that, into the whole economic theory of uh, mindsets and why people are the way they is, but please best believe that this is all connected to each other. Um, and our human behavior, why people start relationships at work. Um, it's because we're working too long. It's because we see these people at work too long and it's not fucking natural. It is not natural for a man to, and this might sound misogynistic, but it's not 
natural, and I hate that word because it's such a fucking buzzword and it doesn't even mean what it means anymore. Um, but it's not natural going to work seeing this woman all day fucking long. Like back in the day, men would go to work and they would see each other and they would be with each other all day long. And then you'll go home to your wife. Or and then or your wife, she will only be with you. She will only see you and be and be a part of your life. Today, with the way the world is, especially when it comes to working, and, and this conversation is more nuanced because we're gonna get deep into like dating apps and things like that with the plethora of people that are available. It's not fucking normal. It is not normal to say that you have this many dating options or to sit on your phone and swipe left and swipe right on this many people as if they're fucking photo ops and they're not real people. That's not normal. It is no way you're going through life. Let's say let's say you go on a dating app, right? And there's a hundred people in the dating app and you're going to swipe left, like left, like right, no, no, right, right, left, right, left, whatever. If I stacked 100 people in the room and I said, and I stacked 100 men, right? Fat, tall, skinny, whatever, black, white, 100 fucking dicks, right? I just put them in a fucking room and I have this one, let's say, let's say the the the, the nerdy white girl, right? With the glasses. So I got, she looked like Velma. So I got the, I got the Velma white girl and I got 100 dicks and I say, okay, Velma, um, go ahead and find the love of your life. Go. And then she has to literally say yes, no, yes, no. And, and, and she can't really, I mean, and, and they're probably going to have like a sign on them, like kind of like how like the dating apps just get, got your name, your age, um, a clever line. I don't know what people put on dating apps. A clever line or whatever, and they just have that as a chain on their neck, like, um, like, or or like a "Hi, my name is" sticker. It's just right on their fucking chest, and she's just going up to the person and she's saying, you know, yes, no, yes. And Velma is like scared because you know it's like big black men in the room. She's like, oh my god, like she's just like yes, no. Literally, she's only picking. Based off of how they look. How they look. And this is the most superficial thing. I mean, you cannot... There's no way... And, and the guys, they can't talk. Like, we're going to... Let's tape their fucking mouth. Tape. Tape over mouth. And um, she can't do anything but just pick... No. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Like, the guy could be a fucking imbecile. Like, he could really be... Just disgusting. He could be rude as fuck. Got a dirty fucking accent. Like you from fucking Boston or somewhere. And it, it, the dude could just be a fucking asshole. And, and she got to literally say yes or no. She has. This is how she finds fucking love. Is by saying yes. And she's just slapping men. Just slap. Come here, bitch. Slap. And then she. No, no, slap. And then she kiss a dude on the cheek. Yes, you approve. And then. By the time she figures it out, I don't know how which, which Velma fucking ratio, but, you know, I'm sure just by picking based off her preference, and most women, they, they, I mean, most women don't have good choices, I guess, when it comes, like, they, they have, they have, and, and studies show this, I'm not making this shit up, women have criteria of what they look at and what they find beautiful, and the man's, no way, it's no way. I mean, a lot of men, especially men like me, I have I have to use my mouth. Like, 
like not literally, but kind of literally. Yes, I have to talk, and there's no way you're gonna be able to know what type of caliber of man I am if I can't say nothing out my mouth, if I can't explain anything, if we can't have a conversation, if we can't have a connection. You're literally wiping, and I get it. Ninety three percent of all communication is nonverbal, but you're literally wiping out a lot of communication by just judging someone off their looks. It's so fucking superficial and it's so surface level and it's fucked up because she could possibly find the person that she is attracted to and that she actually likes. But then she could also be finding someone that isn't really for her because she's not having the time to vet them out. I'm sure there's a vetting process. Look, listen, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm sure that there's a vetting process. Uh, timeline or whatever when it comes to figuring out if people are the right people for you and getting in a room with a hundred dicks and saying yes or no is not going to do it and that's the same way I think about dating apps I think dating apps does the same thing it's not normal it's not normal that we are away from our spouses we are away from home all these time and then you expect people to stay faithful to that person and they're constantly around hundreds of dicks at the job. And then they got hundreds of dicks in their phones. Then they got DMs with all types of guys trying to shoot their shot. Not even some guys just be sending DMs just to send DMs. You got all of this going on. It is not normal in the 21st century for us to establish love or maintain love in the way it is. Like we have to update the way we do things because it's not normal. You know, if a man deals with a woman, he either gets fired or, you know, it's or he gets scrutinized. You you got the situation with Ime Udoka in Boston. And I know he was a head coach, so it's about position. So I add nuance to it, it's about position. But at the same time, his name was outed. Meanwhile, the woman, to this day, her name wasn't outed. What type of shit is that? What type of shit is that? Like, that is under the pretense that a woman isn't on the same level as a man and and that she needs to be protected like her her identity needs to be protected no her identity needs to be put out into the world and she needs to be dragged just like him because why there were two consenting adults that decided to have sex with each other whether he was in a position or not they both consented and if you want to hang your hat on the position then guess what all men who are of a certain position is not allowed to look for any love. That's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess it's like a double-sided argument. And um, I, I really haven't really thought all of the position on it. But it's just a reason why things like that happen today um, than yesterday. And it's because, you know, people are spending much time at work. Than any other time in history, and I and I, I, I am so against it. Unless you love work and work is who you are, I'm against it. Um, I think that work has distracted us. It is the reason why, you know, we're not having children anymore. We're not maintaining marriage anymore. Um, it's the work. It's the work. If it's it's income. Um. It's all of that shit is all mixed into it. And I think we have to figure this out. We have to figure out why things are the way they are. And it is because, you know, we are in a rap race. 
and I don't know why. I have no idea why. Um, but in other words, uh, what's going on in the world? So we got Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie left the Brooklyn Nets, or he requested a trade. He was traded to Dallas. Uh, the reason why I bring this up because before I started the podcast, I was listening to a clip of him. Um, I was trying to get the whole interview of his um workout interview that they do with the media, and he basically said I had to go to somewhere where I'm celebrated, not where I'm tolerated. And that mindset that he said comes straight out the book of every fucking millennial, young millennial, um, Generation Z, early Generation Z. That 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 shit comes straight out the page of that, you know. You can't break my soul type shit. And I've said that multiple times, man. I'm willing to leave my job that I'm at right now. I'm so far out the door. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I might walk. I might walk. I'm I'm very close to just walking, just walking out the door and saying goodbye. And it's because of what Kyrie just said, um, going where you're celebrated, not where you tolerated. And I think that if you update the workforce today, a lot of people feel like that. We are tired of being tolerated. We are tired. It has to be more than life than just working. Um, it kind of goes into my last conversation about the, it kind of goes into my last topic about why there's so much infidelity at work and things like that is because we're spending too much time at work. And um, how I say, I don't think work should be solely connected to money. Um, I understand that people need to survive. I understand that. I understand that there's a reason why money is connected to work. Um, Depending on where you come from, you have to go to work. You have to maintain a sense of survival. Um, when I was poor and extremely poor, working to me was everything. That's how I survived. That's how I got through the day. I've always kept a job. Um, even when I sold drugs, I was always working. Like I sold drugs and I kept a job um, because you needed that. Um, now that I'm making a little bit more money, I'm tending to think of life in terms of being happy. I want to be happy. I want to leave this earth as happy as possible. After COVID, I can't lie. And I don't know who's out there who hasn't experienced it, but you have to look at your life and think about your mortality. You have to think about your final days because during COVID, I watch so many people wither away within days. You had a cough, then you couldn't breathe, then you was on the ventilator, and next thing you know, you was at the heaven gates. I watched that shit happen so much in numbers. Like there was a COVID tracker on the internet in numbers. Fucking Italy had 800. Sometimes thousands of people died in one day. You cannot live through that and tell me that you don't think about your mortality. 
I have. And my job is finally getting that. Like, not where I work at, but just like the bigger organization. They're finally understanding that kids are just checking the fuck out. Kids my age are just, we just out. Because why? We realized and we saw death firsthand. And we're saying, fuck this shit. Why are we being places where we tolerate it and not where we celebrate it? And maybe that's just an American thing. Maybe people overseas like, fuck it, motherfucker. I just need a job. Shit. I need a regular fucking job. And maybe it's us just being first world people by saying, no, I need fucking happiness. And I don't know what's worth more, money or happiness. But I know for me that my main goal is to die a happy man. My main goal is no longer to be uh, rich or to have a car or to have a house. My main goal is to die as happy and as fulfilled as possible. My main goal is to be in this earth and be so warm inside. I want to leave this earth as I came like how I was in my mother's uterus and I was in that warm, just that that warm area and I had all of that fluid around me, that fluid of love and blood and sacrifice. When I had all of my mother's, just all her nutrients going into my body, that is the same way I want to feel when I leave this earth. I am tired of working these bullshit jobs. I'm tired of answering to these dumbass managers. I'm just tired of this shit. And I'm, and I'm really questioning my life like, hey, if this shit is worth it. And if it's not worth it, I'm going to live the way I'm going to live because you have one life. When you clock out and you die, no one gives a fuck about where you work at. No one cares about what you did. No one, no one, no one. Like, yo, your job when you die, right? Your job doesn't even call you and say, hey, bud, you're going to make it in today. They don't even do that. When you die, no one fucking cares. So it's important that you put your own fucking life in your own hands. Do what you got to do what's best for you and fucking Live your best life. Live your best life. Because at the end of the day, you cannot let these jobs break your fucking soul. I'm out. Peace.